here today with another special episode around Halloween time. And I got two special guests. I have the Camp Magnolia killer himself, Joe, and I have Jake. <laughs> How you doing? Hello. Um, they're here because, well, we were going to do a bit of a movie review, but instead we're going to do something a bit more interesting. We're going to have a little debate over two favorite movies of all time, Halloween and Friday the 13th here. Joe's a fan of uh, Friday the 13th, and Jake's a fan of Halloween, so let's go at it. Um, I think Joe it's very say, important to clarify here that we're both a fan of both movie series. We just have a preference leaning each way. So I'm Joe. Monster and Madman review on TikTok. I am representing Friday the 13th in this case, and Jake is representing Halloween. That's correct. I am all for Team Michael. <laughs> team Michael, Team Jason. Let's not get into shipping wars. Okay, so, um, Joe, you're the Friday the 13th guy. Uh, Want to give a little background on the series itself? So Friday the 13th... He's about to geek out, so stand by. Friday the 13th is actually inspired by the Halloween movies, but they changed the setting and added the gore. So, the Friday the 13th primarily follows Jason Voorhees, who supposedly drowned as a little boy. And his mother started killing counselors any time the camp was trying to reopen and activate. Jason turned out he didn't drown. In Friday the 13th Part 2, we see him as the killer for the first time, wearing a sack over his head. Part 3, he gets his hockey mask, and Part 4 is when he officially passes away. Part 5, we go to Pinehurst, and an uh, imposter killer named Roy Burns is the killer for that movie. And then Part 6 is where Jason comes back from the dead and is supernatural. Uh, Jason possesses a lot of powers throughout the movies. Uh, even though he passes away, he clearly can't stay dead. Super, uh, super strength, lots of weapons. Some people even argue that he teleports. We see body jumping through demonic possession, and we even see him become a cyborg. So there's a lot of special abilities and special things that occur to Jason throughout the series while he's killing all these kids. And I know when you think of summer camp horror movies, immediately comes Friday the 13th. Also, it's one of Kevin Bacon's first movies, so big fan of that. They uh, did a remake, I know, back in, what, 2010? 2009. 2009, I was close. Um, and... Uh, Big thing about Friday the 13th is, uh, what's one of the biggest misconceptions uh, about the first movie, about Jason? So, in Friday the 13th Part 1, Jason is not the killer. Jason's mother, Pamela, is actually the killer. There's two movies in the 12 movies that they were made where Jason's not the killer. Part 1, where it's his mother, and then Part 5, where it's a paramedic who's trying to avenge the death of his son, who uses Jason's M.O. and... Costume actually for a Silver Scream Con. Me and Jake went. He was Michael Myers from Halloween One, and I was actually Roy Burns, the killer from Part Five. <laughs> and um, could you also give a little background about Jason? Yep. So Jason himself, uh, I really just want to focus, and I know Jake does too, about what we see in the movie. So I'm not going to talk too much about Jason's upbringing, but it's believed he was kind of neglected by his father, and his mother was super protective of him, and we do know that. That comes up a lot. But uh, Jason had a lot of special needs as a kid, and he was very deformed, and he had a hard time swimming. So he was swimming at the camp. The kids were bullying him, and he ended up drowning in the camp. His mother was the cook there, and she blamed the kids because the counselors were having sex instead of paying attention to Jason. So she started getting her revenge from there, and it actually turns out, and a lot of people miss this, they even say it in part two, 
Jason got out of the water and lived as a hermit. He didn't actually pass away. Um, Jason did end up passing away in Friday the 13th, Part 4, where he was killed by Tommy Jarvis when Tommy was a little boy. Uh, stayed dead for Part 5, and in Part 6, he was resurrected, almost like he was Frankenstein, Frankenstein with lightning. And ever since then, he's gotten different powers and abilities. He was resurrected after that in Part 7 with telekinesis. Uh, lightning, again, I'm sorry, electricity, again, in Part 8. Uh, we don't really know how he came by. Again, only trying to really focus on what's in the movies and not the extended lore, but it's believed toxic waste reactivated him again. Then he was woken up by Freddy Krueger, and then, as far as we know, in the main continuity, he just never went back under and got captured somewhere in between Freddy versus Jason and Jason X's timeline. What a series, and uh, I'll get to Jake in a second. What do you think is the best movie in all the series? So, my personal opinion is Friday the 13th Part 8. I really like the setting of him mostly being on a boat. Uh, a lot of people say that's one of the worst ones, but I just had a lot of fun with that movie. Kills a girl with a guitar, punches a guy's head off. That's uh, Jason Goes to Manhattan, correct? Jason Takes Manhattan. Takes Friday Manhattan. the 13th Part 8, Jason Takes Manhattan. Um, I actually have all of them listed in order, and that's my number one. He has my them memorized. number two is Part 7, which is The New Blood. First one where Kane Hodder plays Jason, and to me he's the definitive Jason. And my uh, third pick for my top three would actually be part three, where you first see Jason with the hockey mask. Well, and there's Joe with uh, Team Jason. Now we're going to switch over to Halloween. Uh, Halloween's by the famous John Carpenter, Master of Horror. Uh, you got the fog thing. And, of course, he started with Halloween. And uh, we know we have uh, Michael Myers, uh, Defender here. Jake, take it away. Yeah, so everyone knows 1978. Um... Halloween came out, The Shape, uh, the night he came home. Everybody knows the theme. If you think of Halloween, that's one theme. That everyone f- thinks of, yeah. Just, so. What a great time to be talking about this, because this is kind of the month for Michael Myers. Um, but uh, the base, basic story that we all know and love from 1978 is we see a young boy that kills his sister, um, goes away to a basically an insane asylum, and escapes... Uh, the only one that knows he's escaped and, you know, people think he may be insane is Doc, Dr. Loomis, who is the hero in most of the Michael movies. Um, we see him go back to his home in Hattonfield, Illinois, and he, again, steals a Halloween mask, which the mask itself has a lot of history behind it, as it was a painted Captain Kirk mask. And really, um, if you look at the first Halloween mask, I think that is, even if you don't watch, if you've never seen the movies or or care for horror movies, if you see that mask anywhere, you know it pertains to Michael Myers. Same with, you know, the hockey mask pertaining to Jason. Um, Got a question for both of you. Is that the Boogeyman? <laughs> that's, that's what many people call him, the Boogeyman. Oh, uh, and uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. First, one of her first, uh, the Fog was first, correct? No. No, the nope, Fog. this was her first role. Okay, so it was, she, and she is considered the Scream Queen. As we all know, you got the final girl. Well, you got the. Forget her mom was in Psycho. Her mom was the shower scene. Now, That's correct. Janet Lee. Yep. So um, Marion Crane, I think, was the yep. character's name. Right. Um, you got the uh, so. Well, uh, she's a big horror icon, and for correct. you know, and she's, two. She's in the new movies now that are coming out. The trilogy that just came out from 2018, Halloween. 
which is a great movie, to Halloween Kills, to now what we're hoping to see soon is Halloween Ends to be a great movie. Yep, and the franchise will continue, you know that. Oh yeah, it's definitely it's not going to Too end. big. I constantly <laughs> tell Jake the next one's going to be Halloween's <laughs> over, <laughs> Halloween Ends again. Right. Um, <laughs> Friday the 14th for you, Friday the 15th. You we're know. supposed to be getting a new Friday the 13th movie. Jason Goes to Heaven. the 13th one tied with Halloween. Jason um, Goes to Heaven. <laughs> I doubt that. <laughs> But yeah, so 1978, he leaves Hatfield, Illinois, and escapes, and Dr. Loomis in a rush to get back to let the sheriff know that he's home. Uh, sheriff Brackett does not believe this because it's a quiet town in Illinois. And as we all know, he goes back and murders several babysitters and their boyfriends, and uh, she continues to hunt down Jamie Lee Curtis. And we know, if you've seen the movie, we know how it, how it ends. Um, Halloween 2 goes into... Uh, right after Halloween 1, the same night. Uh, really great movie. Um, actually, the first time I watched it, I watched it with Joe, and it was a really great watch. Um, it pertains to him getting, going to find Jamie Lee Curtis's character, Laurie Strode, in the hospital. A um, lot of great kill scenes, and um, there was actually a different actor. Nick Castle was the original shape, and, uh, and number two was Dick Warlock. Um, we also can't forget Tony Moran as the unmasked Michael Myers, and Oh yeah, because he'll let you know that. That's that's correct. He he has been known to to be the one that says, "Well, I'm the original Michael Myers," even though we all know and uh, love Nick Castle, who Joe and I have actually met at the Silver Scream Con in Mass this past uh, couple months. I think that'd be a fun thing to actually take a second and talk about how awesome that convention was for both me and Jake. Yeah. Um, first annual one too. First annual one. The enemies are about to make nice for a moment. Yes. <laughs> yeah, before I rip you apart for having a more boring and drawn out series with too many timelines. <laughs> but uh, it was big for both me and Jake. Uh, when we got there, the main thing for me was I wanted to meet Kane Hodder. Uh, I grew up watching Friday the 13th mostly. I didn't like Halloween until I was a little older. Until about my junior year of high school, I didn't like Halloween movies. I thought they were boring. But now I love them quite a bit. I think we can both agree that we both like, like each fan series. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I got to meet Kane Hodder, Jason from 7, 8, 9, and 10, uh, Ari Lehman, who was the first Jason, and then we did meet Nick Castle from Halloween 1, uh, James Jude and James Jude Courtney, and then a few other people there, but really those would be our big four. It was a big day for both of us. Danielle Harris. Uh, yep. Who was in quite a bit of the Halloween movies. Jamie Kennedy. He was in Scream. But, yeah, it was a big day for both of us that I know we both appreciate. Me and Jake do a lot of the stuff together. So keep that in mind when I'm letting him know how his taste sucks compared to mine. <laughs> and, uh, Jake, um, yeah. I asked Joe this, but uh, in your opinion, what is the best Halloween movie? I mean, you can't beat the classic. <coughs> I really enjoy um, the first one. I mean, it's the first one I watched. Um, and then probably coming in close second, normally I would say Halloween 2. Uh, until 2018 came out because it kind of dives into skipping Halloween 2 and just following 1978 right to um, yeah. 19, uh, to 2018 which then brings you into Halloween Kills which was not as good as uh, the 2018 in my mind I think Joe's mind as well but um, once you watch it a few more times you kind of appreciate it a little more and, and more of the goriness that they bring out in Michael we watch it a lot trying to uh, you know like it a little bit more each time. I think the big problem, and you might agree with this, is Halloween Kills, I feel like they're trying to make Michael more like Jason. And the way that they develop the characters, I think they're two very different characters. Even right. though people are like, oh, they're both big, silent killers. 
I feel like Jason's behavior and characteristics are extremely different than Michael's. Do you agree? I agree, um, but I definitely think they tried to push the the Jason theme when they talked about him transcending and, and, you know, spoiler alert, there will be spoiler alerts, but if you haven't seen it, obviously, you know, the ending, he uh, he takes out a whole mob of people, and, and this is after he's been shot, stabbed, beaten, I mean, everything and above, and, uh, and you know, it, there, was, there was a great scene, and I appreciate the scene a lot, um, and it was in the trailers, I thought it was going to be a cool scene, and it was. Would have been cool if we saw the kills um, more personal and up close and the gore of it, but the, the scene where he gets out of Lori's house in the burning building and, and wipes out all the firemen was just pretty awesome. Mm, yes, and you see that in the trailer too, like, see the fire engines, right, right. Jamie Lee Curtis saying, no, let it burn. Let it burn, uh, yeah. Well, it got to have Michael Myers so it doesn't burn. Right, <laughs> they exactly. don't let it burn, they have to do their jobs. Um, before we get into the debate, uh, actually, for both of you, now, Halloween is a big series. Um, I know things have been retconned, things have been changed. I, you know, the new Halloween in 2018 was a, a direct sequel. Uh, there was a ton of, you know, um, uh, changes. I mentioned that, uh, what was it, uh, Lori was Michael's sister. Oh, yeah, the timeline was crazy. I mean, and that's a whole and, different and uh, podcast episode. The, the movie's in between, so actually. Uh, Halloween Three: Season of the Witch was a was a great movie too, and it only portrayed Michael on the on the TV screen you that, for a split second. And actually, that's what I was getting at. Is what do you guys think of Halloween Three? Thought it was a great movie. One of my favorites. Uh, yeah. Silver Shamrock. My fourth favorite Halloween movie. Yeah. After uh, two, four, and then the first one. Right. But that's one of my big gripes with Halloween is there's so many timelines because you have the Thorn. You have the Thorn trilogy, which is Halloween. One and two, and then four, five, and six. Then you have the 20 Years Later trilogy, which is one and two, and then H2O and Resurrection. Don't forget the remakes. Then you have Rob Zombies 2, and you also have Halloween 3's timeline, which is just a movie by itself. Then you have this 40-year timeline. There's so many timelines, it's hard to keep track of what's going on, what Michael's abilities are in these ones and all that. And to be honest, it takes me kind of out of it. I know it's something you like because it kind of resets it. Yeah, we resets it. I mean, even Rob Zombie's a different taste. Um, Halloween Resurrection, I mean, we all love Busta Rhymes and doing his karate. I had to bring this up because Joe said you got to bring up Busta Rhymes. No, if it's part of He's it. So. The only good part of that movie. Right, right. But, uh, no, it's one of the things I like about Friday the 13th much better is there's only two timelines. The one reboot and then the rest of the linear story which includes... Demon worms and space and Which fighting Freddy Krueger. Yeah. But you know what though? I'd rather my series commit to the crazy than be like, well, you have to really pay attention and choose your own adventure. I, th- I just like seeing it play out. I think a lot of a lot of people dive in, get their hands in the pot of Michael Myers just because he was such a big icon, um, and I think that they just kind of took it their own directions. Uh, I did like where the direction of 2018 was going. I think it kind of slowed down with Halloween Kills. Um, I'm looking forward to Halloween Ends, and I, I'm, I'm really curious to see, is this going to be a movie I'm going to love like the first time I watched 2018, or is it going to take me a little bit to kind of understand it? And I'm going to say, I like the more grounded stuff, too, like the whole supernatural stuff. It's fun, the powers, but like, I mean, what's scary, a guy going around with a knife or a machete or something, just killing people? I mean, that stuff does happen in real life, so Absolutely. it's like, yeah, again, I've said this many times, but like, Michael Myers might not be real, Jason Voorhees might not be. But people like that are. Right. People, sadly, you know, have killed their families. They have 
in camp massacres. Joe, you are the camp uh, killer, so. <laughs> Uh, we're doing this from prison, by the way, so <laughs> just kidding. Right. Anyway, well, time to get into the debate. Um, first question, Jake, this goes to you. Why is Michael Myers better than Jason? That's, that's a good question, because in reality, I think... Sorry, to, Joe's getting on his boxing gloves. You're uh, right. putting on your right. boxing and gloves. I, you're about ready to do it out. I'm light with this one, because <laughs> I do think in a fight, Jason would win, um, just by his sheer brute strength. Um, but there is a good debate that Michael is smarter than Jason and more methodical, and I do think that that has uh, the advance and um, in some aspects of it. I, I think Michael is a is a better killer um, for an urban area, uh, since he's set in the in the house area and, and then you know in several different um, neighboring small towns uh, where there might not be a great police force where someone like that stealth stealth and sneaking up on people who are alone and taking them by advantage is something that Michael has. Where Jason is, I'm going to stab you with a fire poker and kill your boyfriend while he watches you and, and kind of takes them while they're, while they're in that weak point. So I know there's a lot of, a lot of teenagers that die while having sex in Friday the 13th. So basically you're saying like, Michael Myers is more grounded and uh, less over the top, it's just right. a knife. A knife. Or, Physical. You know, You're more. Throat. Uh, Jason is more. Um, Use a weapon of whatever there weapon, is. And any weapon. Blunt force. Reminds me of a, what the town that dreads sundown used the trombone to kill. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. Um, all right. So we have Jake's side. Uh, team Jason, Joe. So there's two ways I look at this. Why is Jason better to Michael to me personally, and why is he practical? I think Jake's description of Jason's a little bit unfair. He's making it sound like Jason's a little bit more tortury than Michael, and I don't think that's true. We're talking about fire poker, the boyfriend watches, whatever. Jason straight up kills. He's a machine. His body count on average, and I know Halloween Kills kind of plays with this a little bit, his body count on average is significantly higher than Michael's. On average in the movies. He is definitely a more violent killer. It's more quantity in the movies. Not quality, quantity. I don't know. I've never seen Michael Myers grab a guy, squeeze his head, and the eyeball pop out of his skull. I have, in Halloween Kills, after he stabbed him in the armpit. Little Yeah, John. did he pop Big his John. eye? Yeah, it did. With his hands? Yeah, they popped out. I don't remember that part. Yeah. You might be right, I just don't remember it. But, to me, Jason's better, when I was a kid, uh, I really took a lot of shelter in uh, Friday the 13th and A Nightmare on Elm Street. I think Nightmare on Elm Street's a little better than Halloween 2, but it's not... Like, that's a really close fight that could go at a flip of a coin for me. If I feel like I'm in a more of a Halloween mood, I would grab Halloween. And Friday the 13th, I will always gravitate towards that. But when my, uh, my mom was sick with cancer, I used to watch the Friday the 13th movies on repeat over and over again for a long time. It's your escape. I was, yeah, I was friends with Dylan for this, and it'd be like all the time... What are you doing after school? I'm going to watch like two or three Friday the 13th movies. I'd miss school to watch them on actual Friday the 13th. So it has a lot of sentimental value for me. Yeah, no, I mean, we all have shows like that. And, and it's good that, you know, you have something because I have something that's, you know, a childhood memory. And even now it's in new memories. And, uh, you know, the thing is, too, again, these two movies, these franchises, uh, have big horror icons. I mean, you mentioned you went to uh, ScreamCon. So, yeah, so I mean, ScreamCon, yeah. and any Comic-Con, you have people dressing up as Michael Myers, as Jason. You have movies, uh, 
you know, that take after Halloween and take after Friday the 13th, like Fear Street, you know, we're fans of those. Uh, Joe, you introduced me to it, but Sleepaway Camp. (laughs) I remember telling you about that one. Uh, um, Which is a great movie, by the way. That ending, though. (laughs) Um, You have uh, American Horror Story 1984, again, at a summer camp. You think of a slasher movie. There you think of, uh, well, Friday the 13th, but Michael Myers. Um, So it's very uh, influential, and uh, this is why this debate goes on. And so we move on to this next question here. Um, Abilities. Who's got the better abilities? I mean, you mentioned that there's supernatural abilities as it goes on. You know, in the first couple movies, it was more grounded. But, you know, we got Jason getting struck by lightning. You got Michael Myers being, uh, you know, the shape, basically, of God. You know, pitchforks, angry mob, stabbing, shooting. And yet he just brushes himself off and walks away, goes goes to kill. I think for, and Joe might agree with me on this one, actually, but I, I feel like 80s 90s horror movies um the times where the the later middle of the franchise movies came out uh really you could do anything to these guys and they were still going to get you Uh, until it unless you were the the hero or the main character that the the story was trying to portray is (laughs) sometimes you didn't even get to the end if you were them exactly so i mean for michael uh and again, his abilities, you got to kind of understand, go with what story you want to watch. You could watch Halloween 1 and 2 and end it after the hospital scene. Because he's dead. The, the, you do it that exactly. Way. Um, you can watch 4, 5, 6, and then go through the, the Curse of the Thorn um, and go that route as well. Um, or you could do the, he at the end, where he gets shot six times off the balcony and yeah, he's missing, but then, you know, Halloween 2018 explains how he was caught. Um, you could go that route as well, and then you're going down another route if you follow Halloween Kills, and you're kind of stopped where all of us Halloween fans are right now, wondering what is Halloween Ends going to bring us. Um, so Michael's abilities, um, same with Jason. Uh, you can believe he's a regular guy, which I, I do enjoy that timeline quite much. Um because for me, the, the reason I love Michael so much uh, is because a regular guy can grab a kitchen knife, a jumpsuit, and a mask and go around and kill someone. Uh, in today's society where everyone has ring cameras and all that, that's a little difficult. But back in the day, that was a real fear, fear where no one locked their cars or anything like that or their, their houses. And, and the boogeyman was an actual thing that people were worried about. Mm. Um, and then, again, I, I do enjoy some of his more cheesier movies where... You know, he's been shot, stabbed, hit by cars, all this stuff, blown up. And he still walks out when, you know, does his non-movement of arms and walks after someone, fast walks, and still catches up and, and, and rips them apart. So um, I, I do appreciate how they do it in both because there's a, there's a lot of fun in all the movies. Um, but his abilities really have a wide range. So how are they better than Jason's? <sighs> well, I mean, I, I again, I... I give the perk to Michael for being more stealthy. Um, I, I think he, he sneaks up on a lot more people. I think he catches a lot more people off guard. Uh, I think Michael is a, a killer of opportunity as well. Because, um, I mean, in Halloween 2, he sneaks up on the, the nurse and EMT that were in the, the hot sauna, and, and he turns the heat up and then melts her, you know, in, in, the, in the sauna after he kills her boyfriend. Um, I just think that, and, and, and I, I find it comical too, there's a lot of scenes where Michael 
will kill the boyfriend first and act like the boyfriend to then kill the kill the, the, the girlfriend. famous ghost scene. Exactly, he's wearing the sheets and and um, again with that that kill in Halloween too, he did that as well. Um, and then in Halloween Five, you see him with the uh, the um, oh, what's the name of it now? The the mask there that they sold the big the brute the brute the brute mask. Yeah, uh, you know, you see him walking around and stuff like that. So. And I, I think uh, I think a lot of his abilities, and, and we'll dive into this a little later, is is um, really around his mask. I think there's a lot of power in the mask and, and simplicity of it, and, and we'll kind of dive into that later on. I think. And also, yeah, sorry, this Jeff. is something me and Jake have said before, and I've used this wording before, and a lot of people hate it. I like to say that Michael Myers is big into the foreplay when Jason just wants to get to the sex. Michael yeah. plays these games, <laughs> you want to set it up. If Jason plays with someone's body, it's not to set up a display. He's blocking a door with their corpse. Michael is setting up the tombstone, and this is a display, and da 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 When Jason's a little bit more like, yep, so I cut your boyfriend in half, I put him up there so he's out of the way, and now I'm going to stab you in the chest. Versus Michael like plays little games and all that. I like just watching it happen. So, yeah. I don't really think it's a stealth ability that Michael has. I think he's just a little bit more hiding in plain sight. Yeah. Oh, um, also, speaking of stealth, it's Halloween. He can pass for just a guy in yeah, a mask. Absolutely. Right. I mean, you, 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 everyone dresses up on Halloween. You're going to see this guy he walking blends around. In. He blends in to his natural environment where you got this big brute of a man that's deformed wearing a hockey mask running around in the woods. I mean, when you see him, you're going to be surprised. <laughs> Well, okay, and Joe, I'm going to switch this question over to you. How are uh, Jason's abilities better? Jason's abilities are significantly better. He's a lot stronger than Michael Myers, even in his normal human form, because he does stuff all the time. He punches out people's hearts, punches off their heads, jams weapons right through wood, like, with one swing. He's always shown superior physical strength. Um... Contrary to what Freddy versus Jason would you believe, Jason can stay underwater for a long time, even when he's alive. Part four, he's under the lake and then jumps up and then stabs someone through the raft. And at this point, he's still human. He hasn't passed away yet. Uh, Jason's abilities also include body jumping. We saw him get blown up by the government in the beginning of Jason Goes to Hell, and then his spirit continued to possess people and kill people and then melt their bodies and all kinds of stuff like that. We've also seen him turn into a cyborg monster where he's gotten shot up and then, then nanotechnology built him up into a cyborg that got pushed through Earth's atmosphere and we're led to believe that he survived that. Uh, survived as a deceased person can. Uh, so even though he has died, he's always come back, hasn't kept him down. He takes significant more damage than Michael. Uh, and recovered from it. If Michael got blown up so far from what we've seen in the movies, Michael's probably not coming back from that. But Jason has. Um, so on top of just the physical strength, I would probably argue that Jason's almost as stealthy as Michael. Michael might be a little bit more stealthy, but I don't even consider that a power. So it seems to be like the godlike abilities that Jason has that beats Michael. Is that it? <clears throat> yes. His physical strength his ability to take damage, even if Michael, theoretically, I know we're really debating the movie is not really having them fight like it's Mortal Kombat, 
But if they were fighting, if Michael ripped Jason apart, who's to say that he wouldn't be able to possess Michael? Like, there's all kinds of endless things that we've seen throughout Jason's 12 movies that show that he's stronger, uh, more capable, more supernatural abilities. Um, it, it, there's just so many different ways we've seen Jason interact from being affected by someone with telekinesis, and that didn't necessarily keep him down. Uh, struck by lightning. You've seen him get shot. You've seen Michael get shot, too. Um, no, drowning doesn't do nothing to him. So you appreciate the more supernatural abilities over the um, grounded, realistic abilities. Yes, I know. Slasher movies are my favorite movies, in general. Um, so Friday the 13th is obviously my favorite, but my second favorite horror franchise is My Bloody Valentine, and so far, in the two movies we got, none of them were supernatural. I'd so, say my second would be the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Um, and again, you know, if you follow the first movie and, and uh, the 2022 movie, which I watched with Joe, which was a great time, um, you know, we see Leatherface as, as pretty much a normal guy, uh, then having some disturbing background. So, yeah, to finish answering the question, though, it's not necessarily something I care for if they're super supernatural just in jason's point i feel like it drives the friday the 13th story with these supernatural abilities. plot based mm -hmm. well i mean i guess then it's really up to you guys which you know side you want but uh anyway speaking of uh we've talked about jason and michael <clears throat> and and let's go back to the movies themselves i'll direct this question to joe first which, uh, why does Friday the 13th have better characters, the protagonists, the, you always talked about Jason, but, like, you know, the camp counselors, the, um, supporting characters, how are they better than Halloween? I think the most significant supporting character, and, well, there's really two, but the one I would say is most significant is Jason's mother. Jason's mother is extremely important to the overall story. She was the first killer. We learn that she's unhinged, she's upset, and really her murder spree, her poison in the water, all of that that we learned she did in part one, really drove Jason's story forward, because that led to her getting killed, and then Jason starting his killing spree. So that is a significant point where a character who's not Jason drove the story forward. Another main protagonist, and I'll admit, three movies for Tommy Jarvis uh, is significantly less than Dr. Loomis. But we see Tommy Jarvis first as a little boy who tricks Jason into believing that Jason was looking at a young version of himself, and he used that to kill Jason. We also see him in part five, where Tommy is unhinged and going through all this trauma counseling from having survived Jason's attacks. And then he's attacked by another killer, who's not Jason, Rory Burns. So he goes through that again, and then he accidentally he accidentally resurrects Jason from the dead in part six. So that is a significant character to the timeline. I'll admit that Friday the 13th is not as driven on these central characters like Halloween is with uh, Jamie Lloyd and Laurie Strode and Dr. Loomis. But Friday the 13th never tried to be that. Very few returning characters come back. Uh, the survivor girl from part one came back, Alice. She died right in the beginning of part two. 
the mother is reflected in the first three movies heavily and then mentioned in the majority of the rest of them. Even Freddy Krueger used the mother to manipulate Jason. Tommy Jarvis, again, important character, but the rest of the majority of the characters either die or if they're the main characters, don't come back for another movie. Um, in Jason Goes to Hell, there's a bounty hunter named Creighton Duke that we're told was tracking Jason and following the case for years, but we only see him in the one movie with no evidence of him beforehand. So Friday the 13th, you really just want to focus on Jason, his mom, and Tommy. Three characters overall to keep track of for significant plot points. I guess, and, yes, uh, sorry, Jake. Halloween, um, obviously, if you're going to follow the movies, one, two, th not so much, three, four, five, six, um, one main character you're going to see time and time again is Dr. Loomis, who I really like and is probably my favorite hero in the horror movies, um, in any horror movie for that. Um, Donald Pleasance is a great role. Um, one fun little fact, he actually didn't want to make the first movie and was uh, actually intoxicated for most of it. Um, <laughs> I did not know that, thank you. Real, really, <laughs> really good um, good hero, I think. You know, it was his his uh, therapist. You know, he knew Michael. He knew that he had to keep him locked up. He knew the evil in his eye. Um, and then you have Jamie Lee Curtis's character, which, you know, one and two is in. Um, and then four follows, um, you know, her, uh, it's her niece, correct? Mm -hmm. um you know it's it, it's and it goes down that route and then you know and, and then again it, it would no i'm sorry uh daughter daughter it is her yeah, daughter yes um but it's nice to see you know her come back and and kind of you know in 2018 and then halloween kills to see her come back and reprise her role as well um and again i mean i agree with joe on this a lot of the characters that are in it are not really um repeat characters besides you know sheriff brackett's been in a couple sheriff meeker um sheriff meeker is my favorite character in the halloween movies besides michael himself <laughs> yeah Just, really good character uh finally a sheriff that had some backbone um took a little <laughs> bit uh <clears throat> a little different approach than uh sheriff brackett if you've seen the movies um but again if you're like joe said in the friday the 13th movies you're gonna see all these characters die or most of them at least so the big three is Michael himself, um, Dr. Loomis, and Laurie, um, and I would barely count Laurie. I mean, really, if you're going to watch the, the movies in order of just number-wise, I would say Michael and Loomis is what, you, what you're watching. Uh, yeah, no. Um, and for those who don't know, uh, Donald Pleasance, uh, <clears throat> he's Blofeld in James Bond, so big villain. Now he's changed to a big hero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you like Friday the 13th, uh, the characters, because it's more, uh, uh, why did you say? It's more, like, It's, it's not so much an overall thing. It's, I like Jason's mom. Mm -hmm. You just and like the characters for what they are. I like Tommy, because we see Tommy evolve. Mm -hmm. I think it's kind of funny how Tommy's so obsessed with Jason in part six, and then we don't really see him again. It's not really much of an obsession there if you're just like, well, I chained him to the bottom of the lake after I brought him back from the dead, but... You, you see Tommy grow up. And you see Mrs. Voorhees, Pamela, you know, lose it for her son. And I think those two characters are really the only two secondary characters that are super important. Like, I like some of the, the final girls. I like Jenny from Part 2. Um, 
part five, I really like Violet, the goth girl. No surprise to anyone who knows me. But, uh, <laughs> and then at the end of the day, don't get attached unless you're Jason. Friday the 13th? I watch Friday the 13th. A Mother's I Love. I want to watch them die. A Mother's Love. <clears throat> uh, well, yeah, no, um... One thing about these franchises is they do have very memorable characters besides the killers. So I, I did mention that, you know, you have Jamie Lee Curtis, Lori. She's the final girl. Without Halloween, there's no final girl trope. There's also, you know, uh, Friday the 13th, the counselor's having sex. Death by sex. So that's one. Um, and so we'll move on to the third Jason's question. Jason's one hell of an STD if you look at it that way. Oh, my God. Yeah, wow. That's a good one. And so, I guess, I guess we'll move on to the third question. And so we move on to our third question. You know, we have a big franchise, two big franchises, span a ton of movies. Uh, you know, with Halloween, things get retconned. With Friday the 13th, you know, there's reboots and all that. And, you know, summer camp, slasher film. I'll ask this question to Joe. Which, uh, not which, um... Friday the Thirteenth. It's storyline. Why is that? Why do you think that's better than Halloween's? Because you don't have to keep track of it, really. <laughs> if you're watching, a it Halloween is confusing. Movie, it, it's sort of, but it's linear. It's in a straight line. Friday the Thirteenth. I'm sorry. With Halloween, it's pick your adventure. You're gonna watch the Curse of Thorn. You're gonna watch the story set twenty years later. The story set thirty years later, forty years later, rather. Uh, you're gonna watch the remakes, gonna watch three. Too many to keep track of. Friday the 13th, you can watch the reboot on its own. Other than that, the rest of it's a linear story. The only time it really gets switched out is Jason X is set significantly in the future, and Freddy vs. Jason was released after that, and that comes in between. But the storyline is very linear, and you can't really mess it up. Jason drowns, air quotes. The mother kills. Jason comes back as the killer. Next movie, he gets his hockey mask. Next movie, he passes away. Next movie's Tommy, Tommy Jarvis in the mental ward. Uh, the halfway house, really. Six is him coming back. Seven's Telekinesis Girl. Eight's Jason Takes Manhattan. Nine is Jason Goes to Hell where he does the body possession. And then the Freddy vs. Jason next on the timeline where Freddy brings him back to do the murder. And, and then Jason X. So it's... 11 movies, pretty straightforward linear timeline, one story. You're not trying to keep track of really what happened in the sequel, because for the mo or the prior movie, because for the most part, you don't really need to know. Um, I mean, you do if you love the story, but you can pop it in and not be like, well, who's this guy? Why is he back? Um, the reboot's the only one that's off to the side, and that's just a one-shot story. You don't need to pay attention to all these different timelines. Jason's story is one complete big monster. With with actually the remake, um, why didn't they make a sequel? Did it fail at like the box office? So critical reviews, I know critical reviews haven't been the best for Friday the 13th, but was that why or did they just want to well, change there's it? There's a few different reasons why. The main reason Friday the 13th isn't getting any movies right now is because there was right. just a big lawsuit between right. Sean Cunningham, the director of the first movie, and Victor Miller, who was the writer of the first movie, where after 40 years, the writer is supposed to get the rights back. And there was this big lawsuit, and it shut down a lot of things, including some of Friday the 13th's merchandise, which is what pisses me off. 
uh, I collect all the figures and all that. And, uh, that's the main reason why there hasn't been a sequel to anything. There were a few things that were passed around for a while. A direct sequel to the reboot. A TV show that I'm glad they didn't make because that was going to start doing the Halloween thing with the timelines. Yeah. And I'd rather just commit to the story. Um, there was supposed to be a re- another remake that was supposed to be like a three hour long movie where we meet Jason's dad, which was supposed to happen in so many of the movies, but it never happened. Where Jason's dad was the killer, and then Jason's mom was the killer, and then finally Jason was the killer. Uh, but none of them got a green light, and then the lawsuit hit. But now we're supposed to be getting a new one next year, 2023. Sean Cunningham announced it, and when we were at Silver Screen Con, Ari Lehman told me that that happened, and that he believes it's going to go forward. So who am I doubt? How who am I to doubt the first Jason? Well, uh, I guess we see what happens. I'll get back to that in a moment, Jake. I want to direct the question to you. Um, Storyline and end goal and all that. Uh, why do you prefer Halloween over Friday the Thirteenth? Um, well, I agree that you know, just Friday the Thirteenth is is stuck to one line, and, and that's where it goes. Uh, but I do enjoy the different uh, storylines for Halloween. Um, and you can kind of choose what you're in the mood for. Um, where is it going to go? Well, if we watch the, if you know, watch the storyline where it goes one and two, uh, he's just trying to kill Laurie Strode. And it says that it's, you know, half sister and all that. So that's why, you know, he kills his family and all that, or his sister and before he went to the insane asylum. Um, and then you watch, you know, the newer one and we're trying to figure out kind of where 2018 and Halloween Kills is going. He just wants to come home. The night he came home. Um, again. So, again, exactly. Um, and, you know, it's leaning again towards he's trying to kill Laurie Strode and, and finish his business. Um, <clears throat> but then it took it away, too. So so we're trying to figure out where that goes. Um, it, and really, Michael has the same goal. He always comes home and he, he, he kills whoever gets in his way, basically. Uh, and he goes after, you know, loved ones and such. So it kind of follows that. Um in most of the movies um where it's going obviously we know that halloween ends is due in a couple days uh, a couple weeks here and you know we're, we're is it really going to end hell no they've already announced it's not going to end because michael's too big they're going to keep going with him so we're just kind of trying to see where ends is going to take it for now and, and i think michael will be back very soon so if we want to talk goals though you know jake just mentioned michael wants to kill his family or he wants to go home or this or that Jason has one goal, and it's pretty universal between all the movies. Stay the fuck out of his lake. That's it. The only thing you have to worry about. Stay the fuck out of his lake. And, you know, don't kill his mom. Yeah, yeah. And if someone's drowning, don't be having sex. Right. Mm -hmm. It's so basic compared to Halloween. It's so much easier to keep track of, and I think that's the best part is... Just stay out of Jason's lake. That's the end game. Don't bother him. Leave him alone. Yeah, I mean, it's Michael's goal is, you know, in, in six, he's driven by a cult. So there goes there's many different goals. It just depends on what you choose to watch. So really, again, it seems like it comes down to personal preference. You like all the storylines, which I, and I can understand why. I mean, you get a new story, things do get stale after a while. You can't just have like... A guy running around with a knife, you gotta mix it up. But you like it because it's linear. Yeah, I like Stay it out of the lake. Not, <laughs> yeah. If you don't go, he's not gonna kill you. 
Well, um, and I guess we'll move on here. Uh, let's talk about like real life stuff. I did mention how uh, big these films are, but um, who's more popular in the pop culture? Uh, again, it's Halloween season right now, so you think Michael. You think of that uh, famous that little uh, the theme song. Um, I'll go to Jake here first. Uh, which is uh, Michael Myers? Is he more popular than Jason? Or not? You know, I think... Uh, well, why is he more popular to if, you? I'm sorry. You're asking, <laughs> if you're asking that question right now, I think Michael Myers is more popular. And I think that's a lot to do with the trilogy movies that came out from 2018 to now. You know, like Joe said, Jason has been stuck in limbo for a while. So do I think that'll change? Absolutely. If Sean Cunningham and them go forward with this movie next year, I mean, technically Halloween's end is the end of this trilogy. We may not see Michael for another two years. So that'll give Jason his whole new year, and if it's a great movie, I think, even if it's not, the, the Friday the 13th fans are going to come out um, just like the Michael Myers fans and uh, Halloween fans do. So I think as of right now, um, in the past couple years, Michael has been the big name. Um, we certainly haven't seen anything from Freddy or any other big names except Leatherface uh, and Scream. Uh, Ghostface came out. But, but really, even as much as we love Leatherface, you and me both love Leatherface yeah. significantly, even he doesn't hold a candle to Freddy, Jason, and... Right, the, the big three uh, is, is really what you think of. Um, yes, yeah, sorry to interrupt you, but when you do think of, you know, all these slashers, it is a, uh, like, a little, like, um, team, or like a little council or something. Like, you have, you know, Freddy, Jason. It is. Um, it's funny, going to Silver Scream Con, I was dressed up as, you know, the fake Jason, he was dressed up as Michael Myers, and it's Club. funny how people, yeah, people put things together that aren't seen in the movies. Obviously, Michael and Jason have never crossed over. But we saw it from people taking videos of us, taking pictures with us. People like the fact that like they're together. So it's not even a one against the other sometimes. Sometimes it's just these ways for people to bond. Right? And I think that's pretty interesting. Would you agree with that? Right, I would. Um, but, but like Dylan uh, had asked... Um, and, and I don't know, you, you might be agreeing, you were shaking your head. So I, I would say right now, the past couple of years, uh, up until now, 2022, 2023, I think Michael's the big name right It's now. in the trend. It's in the public Exactly, eye. exactly. And, yeah. And they just released, um, you know, they have all the masks out um, for um michael myers you know got half of them in that room right exactly there. and i mean it's a brand it's a brand name uh, obviously trick-or-treat studios um they're doing a lot of his uh, masks and I, I know joe he has a lot of um, busts and stuff um from a buddy of his that does really great work i actually bought a, a leather face mask off new of kind of fear customs yeah <laughs> yeah topher um but I would say, um, you know, trending and pop culture, Michael kind of takes the spotlight on that right now, especially with his, you know, trademark masks and stuff out there uh, being produced by a well-known company. And the movie is called Halloween. Halloween, yep. And it, we're, we're in the midst <laughs> of it now is, you know, it's one of the second to last days of September, so we're going we're gonna to be feeling Michael Myers for the next, you know, 33 days, actually probably till the end of the year until another movie comes out. And uh, yeah, and I'm gonna go to Joe now. Now, I know Jake mentioned that, you know, it's Halloween, Halloween, Michael Myers, no shit. But, and I know that Jason is not in the public eye right now, but his influence is, I did mention Fear Street. Fear Street 1978 takes place at a summer camp, is based a lot of 
uh, based off of Friday the 13th. Hell, the killer even wears a burlap sack uh, to hide his face. Um, movies like, uh, not movies, um, American Horror Story 1984, again, at a summer camp, slasher. So the influence is still around, but Joe, talk about why Jason is popular. I did mention a little bit, but I'd like to hear so what you say. So there's a lot to this question. Right now, I would agree with Jake. In the current time, Jake, uh, Michael is probably the more popular. But when we were in high school, growing up, I think it was Jason. Thanks to you. <laughs> Jason was getting action figures, was getting masks. His stuff was all in the Halloween stories. And... Let's be real here. Rob Zombie's Halloween movies that were coming out around that time, 2007 and 2009, weren't really pulling in the people. They were pulling pulling in Rob Zombie's fans, but not right. so much Halloween fans. And it, what, because it, it was a different feel. Yeah, and like the figures we were getting at the time, it was mostly Freddy and Jason and some Leatherface, because we had Mezco Cinema of Fear. Uh, NECA had cult classics, but for the most part, we got a few Michaels there, but we were mostly getting Jason and Freddy in terms of the horror guys. And uh, I will say that might have been part of the reason why I prefer Jason is growing up, Jason was probably the most popular one. And I'm willing to argue with Jake. Jake brought up the famous William Shatner mask that Michael has. I'm willing to argue that Jason's hockey mask is more recognizable than that. Because even if it's not Jason's hockey mask, if it's a generic dollar store cheap fake hockey mask, you look at that and say that's Jason's mask. And it's it's definitely been parodied more than Michael's mask. <laughs> it's more circulated. It's a pretty basic thing. And hockey. It's yeah. Mm -hmm. It's that's associated with him. Um, it in a lot of the brands, like just growing up, I always wondered about Jason more than Michael and. When we were kids, was we were all born in 97 and 96. Even though Michael was getting movies in the early 2000s and Jason had Freddy vs. Jason and all that, I really feel like I heard more about Jason than I did Michael. I really do believe that Jason made a more significant impact into culture than Michael has overall. Um... One of the other important things to acknowledge is I'm a fan of both franchises. So, the Friday the 13th story is based on the Halloween story. But Halloween, in turn, is also based on Black Christmas. So, everything's inspired by one another. I just think Jason overall, in the cultural frame, has passed Michael. And he's definitely... I would argue that he's probably the second most... Maybe third most identical, uh, identifiable character in horror. I would say the two that I'd put above them are just basic classes, classics, Dracula and Frankenstein's monster. And uh, I did mention the influence, but like the influence of, again, summer camp horror movie is still around. I remember when we were in Razzi, our instructor would say, oh, by the way, that lake over there, that's Camp Crystal Lake. So, again, <laughs> um, the... It's definitely in the pop culture. And uh, I did want to mention, I know that with movies uh, that are coming out now, Halloween Ends, the reboot, uh, most likely reboot of Friday the 13th, it's aimed at us, but also aimed at our parents too. 
I mean, you know, who were born in the 60s, 70s, who grew up with these movies. Who My probably dad went growing to, up in the 80s would tell me about uh, when I was a teenager really getting into these movies. About going to the movie theater and smoking weed and shit. I don't watch these movies. Oh, God. My mom, you know, she's a huge fan of The Fog. That's probably her favorite. That's my favorite John Carpenter movie. I actually like that more than Halloween, too. Um. So, um, it's definitely, there's an air of nostalgia there. And, you know, this is where slashers started. I mean, yeah, you psycho, Black Christmas, all that. But, like, Texas this, Chainsaw, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Right. But this puts it in the public eye. It went from little, you know, the underground cinema to here you go, here you are, people dressing up in masks and knives and all that fun stuff. So, uh, as we wrap up here, my final question to you guys, I'll go to Joe first. Um, actually, I'll go to Jake. Uh, the future of Halloween, where do you see that going? I know we have Halloween ends, and I will say uh, this too. These franchises won't die since they're so big, but where do you see it going after Halloween ends? Like, well, you know, you... Um, Sorry, but uh, you have like streaming services, Disney Plus, Hulu, Amazon, all that. They're all making these spinoffs. They're making sequels to sequels, prequels, uh, you know, like Game of Thrones and all that. Um, so do you think they'll do that? Where do you see Halloween going? I really think um, it could go any way that we've, you know, we've already seen several different ways. One big word, money. So <laughs> Right. And you're not going to see the last of Michael Myers in Halloween. And I'm just going to say it. We all know it. They're going to bring them back. I mean, whether they do another reboot series or someone else picks it up and does their own thing, who knows. Um, you know, one thing that would be cool is um, maybe doing something else with the season of The Witch. Um, yes, Michael Myers could be in it, um, but, you know, going around all that pagan theory and all that. Um, I know this isn't my question. My question will be about Friday the 13th and not the future of Halloween. But I fully agree with that, and I've been saying it for years. I would love to know what happens after Halloween 3. Right. Um, another thing we could go forward is is someone could pick up Halloween uh, 6 where it left off. Yep. You know, I agree it, with that, too. Going against and go the cult route with the, the Curse of the Thorn. Where, where do we see that going? Because we see Michael, it, well, in one of the versions, we see Michael get a trench coat and leave. So I think the big question, though, is... Uh, would you like to see a Halloween sequel where Buster Rhymes is teaching karate classes? Oh, jeez. I don't know. But uh, anything's possible when, uh, when people get bored and put their mind to things. Because that's how we got H2O and, and Resurrection. Um, and, and really, H2O was one of those ones that kind of dives away from the Halloween um, idea. You know, he's in California. Um, yes, it's Jamie Lee Curtis and her son. But it's kind of a, a unique kind of look. You know, not one of my favorites. I do like some, some aspects of it. Um, but, but there's definitely uh, two major places where I would like to see it go is definitely something like after Season of the Witch um, or Fall of this Cult, uh, the, the Curse of Thorn. Where are we going? And we could see that in Halloween Ends. You never know. Um, we don't know where it's going. Uh, there's many theories and spoilers getting put out there. No one really knows until you see it. And I know Joe will attest to that. And I think Joe just bought his ticket for it to go see it in theaters. Um, so we don't, we don't know. Opening um, night, I'll be drunk as hell. But we have, we have a lot of, I know I do, I have a lot of excitement and, and curiosity to see where it's going to go, how they're going to do it. You know, is, is Michael somewhere going to be something different? We don't know. 
the one thing we know will know is we're going to see that mask again on the big screen. Do you think? Yeah, no, I agree with that. And uh, do you think they'll continue the Strode storyline? Uh, story I, I honestly, I don't think so. I think this is probably going to be the end of the Strode timeline. Um, you know, I think it's going to go a, a, a completely different route. Actually, I do think Halloween Ends is going to be the end of of this type of deal. Um, but I do think what is to come may even be better than what we're getting right now. Um, besides, you know, 2018 was a really good kickoff. Yeah, even I know. though I don't like the multiple timelines, I would kind of like to see a movie without Michael Myers set after Halloween Four that takes off with uh, Jamie. Yeah. Uh, since it ends with her killing her mom, I don't like the multiple the multiple timeline thing too too much. But if they're gonna do it, might as well go do something like that. Right. Yeah, no, um, again, Halloween won't die. Right. It's the mask, the theme, it's gonna be forever it's ingrained, Halloween. In, <laughs> ingrained in pop culture. And Joe, uh, I know you talked a little about the upcoming reboot of Friday the 13th, but um, where do you see uh, Friday the 13th going with that reboot? With, I, I know I mentioned movie series, web series, all that. Where do you see that? I don't know what to expect from the new one. I know about some of the projects that didn't take off. Uh, and on my TikTok, Monsters and Mad Men Reviews, I made a few videos talking about what I would like to see. A remake that's more true to the original movie. Uh, a sequel that takes place after Freddy vs. Jason. Not necessarily with Freddy in it, but in that timeline. Uh, Jason in the Snow would be something I'd love to see. Really, I don't know what they're going to do. I would love to see Kane Hodder back as Jason, if it's doable for him. I wouldn't mind seeing Ari Lehman try to play adult Jason, since he was the first Jason. Um, but what I'm really excited for, in terms of Friday the 13th, everything being in order again, I want the rest of the NECA figures. I would love my Jason Takes Manhattan. It's my favorite movie. I would love to see, like, the Uber Jason ultimate figure. Uh, I would like to start getting statues and license bus and license masks, figures, props, replicas. I buy a lot of them custom. I just got in a Pamela Voorhees knife the other day. And it's expensive buying custom stuff because they're not making making it. Granted, it's going to be better quality coming from someone like Topher to New Kind of Fear Customs. But... That's really what I'm excited for. I want it to kick off again and be like it was when I was a teenager. Because Michael's getting all that cool stuff. And I buy pretty much all of it. But I like it to be for my, man, my main man, Jason, again. I, just all of, all of his merchandise. and It's uh, something I'm really excited for. I can't think of anything I'd like to see more than... Jason getting the spotlight back, getting his 13th movie, getting figures and merchandise, and me being a happy little boy again. Yeah, no, again, nostalgia, childhood memories to us, our parents, that's, that's big, and that's where these movies are aiming for. And, you know, I've seen a few of the Friday 13th movies and the Halloween movies, and, uh, you know, I'm hoping that they can work with the storylines that they have and you know not just be all blood and guts just try to make make it interesting because 
I will admit, as the movies go on, they do kind of dip in quality. They're enjoyable, but they dip in quality. And uh, final thing here, um, I know there's Freddy versus Jason. Why hasn't there been a Michael versus Jason or Michael and Jason? You guys mentioned you had ScreamCon people like seeing you guys together, Jason and uh, Michael, but why hasn't there been a crossover? Why? Different studios own them. Yeah. The, after Freddy versus Jason, uh, there was going to be a Halloween movie where Michael fights another horror icon. You know who it is? No. Pinhead. <laughs> At the time, Dimension Studios owned both uh, Hellraiser and Halloween, and there was two different scripts. One that kind of retcons the timeline, you know, because Halloween loves to do that, where uh, Michael, when he was six, found the lament configuration, and that's what led him to kill, because he was possessed by the spirit of Sam Hain, and, uh, or Samhain, or however you want to say it. And then Pinhead wanted to get the demon back. I'm probably going to start calling Pinhead Hell Priest, because that's what I'd rather do. And the other one was a support group for different survivors. And from my understanding, we were supposed to be seeing, like, uh, Sally Hardesty from Texas Chainsaw Massacre in it, some of Jason's survivors, some of Freddy's, and a few others, and Christy Cotton being the main one. And I think it was Jamie Lloyd. It might have been Laurie Strode, but I think it was Jamie Lloyd. And what ended up happening was... Uh, Michael was going to stab through the lament configuration and kill Kirsty, so the Hell Priest never got to kill her, and that was going to set Pinhead off, and Pinhead would want to take Michael. But I really do think Michael versus Jason would be a hell of a fight. I think Jason will wipe the floor with him. I don't think it'd be much <laughs> of a fight. I think it'd be more of a beating. Do you see a crossover in the future? I don't. I think they're too big, um, and I don't think it'll ever work for, uh, legally. Um... Now, say even if they did get rights resolved, you know, crossover. I, I don't, don't think, think they would do it. I just think that I think they know what they are and how how to keep them separate and 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 they're their own things. They work better separate too. Right. Um, to be honest, like there's no way uh, for a crossover to happen where one side doesn't feel shortchanged. I like Freddy. Versus, that is true. I feel for, I like Freddy versus Jason as a Nightmare on the Street movie. But I've constantly said this, it's the worst Friday the 13th, because they weren't writing the story for Jason fans. They are writing the story as a nightmare on Elm Street and put Jason in it. Which is probably they why I... Him, yeah, they make him behave like he's Frankenstein's monster, not Jason. Mm -hmm. They made him afraid of water. <laughs> and then, I understand having Freddy beat up on Jason in the dream world, and I've said this to you, they could have done the fight half in the dream world, half in the real world, where the majority of it is Freddy beating him up in the dream world, but the minute it went into the real world, Jason should have wiped the floor with him. And I don't think anyone disagrees with that. It should have been a two-second thing where, in the real world, Jason kills him, and that's the end, because Freddy is not as capable as Jason in the real world. And I think you even agree with that, too. Yeah, I'm not a fan of Freddy. <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street, that's another episode that's coming out, and we'll, we'll definitely cover that in the future. I think... Michael and Jason are better off separate. If they made the movie, I would see it, but there's no way they could make it in a peaceful fan basis. So I'd rather not see it, because even though I prefer the Friday the 13th movies heavily, I still love the Halloween movies, and I don't want Michael to be shortchanged in that fight either. I think the only way to write that fight would be to have Jason win, and win brutally, and 
that's not fair to the Halloween fans. Yeah, no, I can I can agree with you there. Uh, but no matter what, these franchises will continue. Uh, maybe at some point they will do a crossover. How good that will be, I don't know. <laughs> but you know, I just I guess all we can do is just wait and see, right? I I can't wait till Halloween ends comes out. I do want to see that. Uh, would be interested in seeing a Friday Thirteenth reboot. I have a question for Jake, and this is a kind of a fun question. Where I guess we kind of all, you know, just kind of get a little creative with it. Is there any type of crossover with Michael that you would like to see? Any type of fight or opponent? We've seen Michael go across country. I think seeing Michael face Leatherface would be interesting. Who do you think would win that fight? I think Michael would. I think Michael would, Michael too. would beat that whole family. I think he would, too. Um, but again, I mean, we've seen brute force from Leatherface that we've never seen from... You know, maybe we've seen it from Jason, but for a guy that is, for most of his movies, alive and, and can get injured, um, I think it would definitely be interesting to see Michael with a knife go up against a guy, big man wielding a chainsaw. Um, I am 100% Team Michael fan is my favorite, but coming close second in, uh, in uh, the character base would definitely be Leatherface. So yeah. that would be something cool and how they could do it. <clears throat> I mean, right off the top of my head, they captured Michael. They want to get him away from Illinois. They're bringing him on a transport bus, and it crashed in Texas. There you go. You have it. Um, could it happen? You never know. Never say never, right? So we like to see what happens. Um, I'd love to see something like that. I think that would be really interesting. I will say with uh, Blumhouse, the, the producers of the new Halloween series right now, there's always room there. They're rebooting everything nowadays. The sequels, so... Your wishes, wishes will probably come true at some point. And as long as there is money to be made, because these movies, uh, especially the first ones, have been produced on very low budgets. Right. So, can you think of anyone you'd like to see Jason crossover with? No. If I saw, if I personally for Halloween, I would like to see him crossover with Trick or Treat, almost <laughs> like the traditions of Halloween you could have it be like Sam's after Michael because he violates some of the traditions or something like that I, that would be my choice because it you know set, set on the same holiday it works with Sam from Trick or Treat being a spirit of Halloween and Michael being pure evil set on that day I think it would work anyone you'd want Jason to face I, I don't really know I mean I guess the, the leather face thing could go for Jason too um, it'd be hard to get him I think you it don't would really be, capture Jason. I, I mean, they didn't Jason X, but... I think it would be something where they'd have to keep Jason more human uh, to make it more fair. I would... This is hard because it'd be... I'd Kane Hodder, I'd want to play both, but I wouldn't mind seeing Jason fight Victor Crowley, and I actually think Jason would lose that fight. And uh, this is a little bit more impractical, and this is going, like, way back be kind of funny to see Jason fight the creature from the Black Lagoon like the creature <laughs> from the Black Lagoon got put in Crystal Lake that'd be funny yeah. that'd be funny again never say never because there's um plenty of money to be made plenty of story that's gonna be created and it's still left and so again I think wishes will come true at some point just have to wait and see well anyway that wraps up this show I want to thank uh, Joe and Jake for coming on. Um, for yeah, no problem. Uh, we're definitely going to do this again because 
it's Halloween, right? And so, let's celebrate. Everyone's entitled to one good scare. Yes. Right. <laughs> um, oh, actually, I do want to say, I would like to see some of these franchises go the meta route, like uh, Scream. What do you think of that? Halloween sort of did in H2O. Right. And with all blatant honesty, because I do love the Halloween movies, I'm not trying to sound negative. It sucked. <laughs> it sucked. Uh, I think Jason is sort of meta enough where the movies are self-aware without being like, oh my God, in this movie I saw at the campground, we don't need that. I don't want that in a Friday the 13th movie. And to be honest, I don't want to see it again in Halloween. Right. I agree. I agree. I think it's, it's something that, you know, is there, but we don't need to address it. Yeah. Well, anyway, um, as I said, that wraps up this episode. I want to thank these two for coming on. Uh, we will do this again because we got much more material to work with, a lot of material to work with. And until then, um, lock your cabins and it's lights out. <laughs>